0: Welcome to The Caption Life, a show for the most casual and dedicated fans of comics and a member of the Comic Watch family. I am your host, Sean. Join me and discover what the world of comics and graphic novels has to offer, from one-on-one interviews with industry professionals to roundtable discussions with passionate fans and reviews on the latest comics, TV shows, and movies. You can find me on social media under the username at Caption Life. You can also find more episodes and information at thecaptionlife.com. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. If this is your first time checking us out, thank you very much. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. New York Comic Con is just wrapped up today. And when you think about comics and conventions, there are many things that undoubtedly pop in your mind meeting with comic creators and celebrities, buying comics from local comic vendors, getting your hands on exclusive items like Funko Pops and toys, but probably one of the most popular subcultures out in the world of comics and conventions today that everyone immediately thinks about is cosplay. Now, there are a lot of cosplayers out there who are really impressive with what they make and the content they create, and I wanted to bring someone on the show today that has an amazing talent for cosplay, so please welcome Greg Propway Enriquez. Greg is a mechanical engineer and prop maker known for his replica superhero props on his social media and YouTube channel, Propway. Greg takes the most popular costumes from Marvel and DC movies and teaches others how to make them in a simple and fun way. In addition to this, Greg is very close with his family and loves playing sports. Greg, welcome on the show, man. How you doing?
1: Good. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Yeah, not a problem.
0: I'm doing okay right now. Now, I got to say, you know, um, we've been trying to make this work for uh, multiple months now. I just got to say, I really appreciate your patience with us. (laughs) Of Um, course. I I have to share off the bat before we get into the interview. I saw uh, one of your recent videos that you created the Daredevil helmet, and I got to say... I'm a huge Daredevil fan. So I I, absolutely love that. (laughs)
1: All right. Yeah. I I love the hat. I love that little Daredevil on your microphone. I can tell you're a fan.
0: (laughs) Now I I, I will say that, um, I'll be upfront and, and share that. I am not a huge fan of like the yellow and red combination for the costume. Mm -hmm. But that being said, you know, the helmet that you created was really impressive. And, and, you know, the suit on the she Hulk episode was actually really good. Even though I don't like that. color scheme, I really enjoyed, um, how they did it on that. Um, But i I got to say that anytime mm. you make anything cosplay related that's a Daredevil, I'm automatically a fan for
1: that right. reason.
0: <laughs> so, Perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, the first question I want to ask you is, uh, what is your cosplay origin story? Was there a person or a convention or even an event that gave you your first experience or made you decide that you wanted to become a
1: cosplayer? Yeah. I mean, so I've been making props for as long as I can remember. Um, specifically, I remember being a kid, like five years old, watching Batman forever and drawing Mm -hmm. Batman masks on paper and cutting it out and like taping it to my face. So that was literally, I feel like I've been doing this my entire life. So Mm -hmm. I guess I've always had a passion for kind of just costumes and superheroes since I was a kid. And it's just kind of evolved over time, especially, um, after, um, Iron Man came out in 2008 is when I really kind of fell in love even more with, the prop making process and all that. So as far as a singular event, I mean, I I think it's just been kind of building up over time and it's just meeting new people along the way, obviously with my Instagram account and all that, meeting other cosplayers, it's just kind of been, it's a really great community and there's a lot of inspiration going around. So it's, it's really just been over several years that I got into it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So, so, um, let me ask you this. Uh, what was the first convention that you went to as a um, that you cosplayed in?
1: You know, what? it's funny. The first and actually only convention I've ever been to is C2E2 in Chicago. Um, oh, really? Back, it was last December 20. Yeah, December 2021. Um, I was I dressed up as Shang-Chi.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Is that um, was that the cosplay where you made those rings for it as well? Too? Yeah, that's it. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. You know what's funny is I just went to C two E two this year, mm-hmm. and I gotta say I. Have only been to a handful of cos of um comic cons, but yeah, C two E two was really impressive, especially oh, yeah. with cosplayers. I mm-hmm. I remember thinking that they really set the bar high for the cosplay experience because they had changing areas for you, they had a whole station and yeah. uh, people walking around for um, cosplay repairs, and it just mm-hmm. seemed like they really wanted to create a um a really good experience for cosplayers.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean, do you see? probably some of the best cosplays that's like one of the bigger conventions for that and it's it was, it was an awesome experience for me just because it was my first convention so
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: definitely a great experience going there
0: oh that's awesome i love hearing that that's well if if you go to c2e2 again let me know and i'll definitely make sure i can try to and yeah. reach out there sometime that'll be fun <laughs> all right sounds good um, so how has your cosplay process developed from when you first started to where you are now? Because I know in your body, you mentioned that you're a mechanical engineer. Um, and some of your props that you made had some engineering aspects to it, yeah. where, um, your Black Panther helmet, I think has like mm-hmm. mechanical parts in it as well, too. So yeah. I got to imagine that your mechanical engineering background comes into play with this a lot, too.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I kind of started off all my props kind of started off being more just foam based, just kind of no electronics, no, no moving parts or anything. And Mm -hmm. I I still do a lot of that, but I definitely, once I got into engineering, you kind of, you know, you learn more about electronics and circuits and you try to incorporate that more into your projects. Um, three, you know, 3d modeling and 3d printing is another big thing that I didn't Mm -hmm. really get into until I started engineering. So I, I did also did a Hawkeye bow that I, 3d modeled myself and kind of has like a snapping motion that opens up. So that was a cool project. So, I mean, as far as how my process has changed, you know, I still try to focus on the props that I'm most passionate about, which is mostly marble stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just pick out the ones that I like. And if there is a cool kind of mechanism I can add to it or some sort of electronic circuit or, you know, motors, and I try to include that, but you know, my channel again is, it's very kind of, um, you know, gears more towards kind of the simplicity and, you know, anyone can make this kind of stuff. So I, I try mm-hmm. to keep the whole, you know, just foam builds as much as I can, just cause I want, I don't want people to be intimidated by all of the electronics and all that stuff. Right. But I, you know, it, it's fun to definitely take part in both sides of that.
0: Right well and let me ask you this, um because I appreciate you saying that you don't want people to be intimidated by doing some of those things. I just got into cosplay. A couple of years ago, actually, when the pandemic happened, I yeah. got inspired by um, Jonathan Bell, actually, was somebody that we've had on the show. Um, I was really inspired by him that, to get into cosplay. And I remember thinking like, I had no idea what I was doing yeah. when I first started out and I tried to look at other channels and things like that. So mm-hmm. for people who might have been interested in doing cosplay but may get intimidated by um, all the work that goes into it and yeah. all the intricacies and things like that, do you have any advice or suggestions on where someone can start with in terms of you know how small they can go and what they can focus on to really help them right. enjoy and get into it so that way they're not overwhelmed by that process.
1: Right. No, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I listened to another podcast, um, still entitled with Adam Savage. And one thing that he always says is you always you should always build something that you actually want to have. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, they might try a project just for the sake of trying it and just to you know practice their skills, but if you don't really want that item, you might not be as motivated. So my first piece of advice would be pick something that you want to have something that you you know, you want to display in your house, something you want to wear and try that. Mm -hmm. I find probably, you know, foam is one of the more simplest materials to work with foam Mm -hmm. cardboard. So I would definitely recommend starting off with those materials. Um, You know, whether you want to do a helmet or a weapon, like a sword or a shield, it's it's really up to whatever you guys want to make. And, you know, I, again, I can't stress enough, as long as you are excited about that prop and, you know, want to actually have it in your hands, then I think people will find a way to, you know, to make it themselves. Right. Is, is
0: there, do you find that there's a specific kind of prop that might be a really good starter prop for some people like um, a sword or a shield or you mentioned helmet or something like that?
1: Yeah. Uh starter prop. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> you know, I would say, uh, this is, I, you know, I would probably go with a shield of some sorts because yeah. really there's not like my Captain America shield that I made was made out of one sheet of foam that you make one cut in. And after that you're painting it. So it's something like something that doesn't require a lot of, you know, sharp edges or a lot of, you know, different faces to it. Again, a shield, it's one face. It's a circle. It's a triangle. So mm-hmm. I definitely recommend starting with that if, if if that's something that the person's interested in.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, and, that, and that's really cool. And, and I like what you said earlier about doing something that you absolutely love, because I think one of the things that had always stopped me from doing cosplay is... <laughs> Because I am such a large guy and I actually have a shaped head. I always felt myself like being limited to what I could do as cosplay. Um, but then you go to conventions and you look at social media accounts and there's a lot of people that... Um, cosplay as your their favorite character, and it doesn't oh, matter, yeah. you know, if they look like that person or not uh, in terms of uh, physical features and all that. But they really embody that spirit in their costume and capture. They really get creative within. So right. I remember, uh, you know, just thinking about who are some of the characters that I really love that I want to just try to emulate and, and become in that aspect. And I think you're right that when you're motivated, that's when you can really go and, and do a lot of great things and go very right. far with that when it's right. something that you love and a character that you love. So.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. hundred yeah. percent.
0: Um, So you had mentioned your YouTube channel um, and you have that and social media accounts where you show off the props that you make for cosplaying. Um, I think your YouTube channel is also kind of like a do-it-yourself where you show people how you make the props as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tell us what that process was like and what you've enjoyed about it. Like, you know, what made you decide to do it? And as you started the YouTube channel, what have you learned from not just, you know, the cosplay and how to show that, but just what people were looking for and things like that as well.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean so I started off actually started off the, you know, the name Propway with kind of a business model of I was gonna make props for people and just sell that, do commissions and all of that. Mm-hmm. And while I, I did that for maybe about a year. And while that was fun, it got to be, you know, because you're making things for other people, you don't really get a chance to you don't have a lot of time to make stuff for yourself. So I wanted to Mm -hmm. kind of find a way to get away from that and kind of do things that I wanted to enjoy myself. And I figured out that, you know, making tutorials for people allowed me to first one, I get to build what I want. Mm -hmm. And two, um, you get to teach others, which has honestly been one of the more rewarding parts of this whole thing. Just I've gotten so many people telling me, you know, that they've never done cosplay before and, they watched one of my videos and they did their first project and it just, it just makes me super happy. So that, that's honestly what my YouTube channel is all about now is doing tutorials, showing people how I do stuff. So that's, that's kind of, you know, where I plan to take this channel and kind of what I plan to do most of. Mm -hmm. Um, you said a second part to that question. I'm not remembering what it was.
0: Oh, yeah. No, just um, as you were doing your YouTube channel, yeah. just what that process was like and and how you've learned from you know your first video to where you're at yeah. now. Um, right. The, the filming process, but also what you've been finding, what people have been wanting um, yeah, right. since then as well, too. Right.
1: No, yeah. I mean, I definitely... I try to stay true to even my first video where I'm showing literally every single step and try not to miss any of that. Um, Just just because people have all different skill levels and you don't know what someone knows and what they, what they do know. So you want to make sure you just show every step. And I try to stay true to that through all my videos. Um, I mean, I definitely, you know, with making all of these props, it's, I try to kind of, kind of gear more towards what's trending obviously so with you know the newest marvel movie newest dc movie Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how i choose you know what what props i'm gonna make next um so yeah i mean it's the whole entire process of filming it's still kind of pretty new to me and i'm trying to figure out the best way to go about it and to make my content even better Mm -hmm. you know it's always tough when i'm in a zone and i just want to keep building something but then i have to stop and set up a camera to get this one shot and it's telling that story is probably the hardest part about making these tutorial videos, but you know, it's, it's been a blast and, you know, I couldn't ask for anything, anything better.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and and it's really hard to, just like what you explained to capture the video aspect of it when you're also the, you know, the main subject in the video as well too. So having to wear multiple hats, you always (laughs) have to think about, okay, what I need to capture on the video and actually do that. And then how to, you know, set up the camera and frame and everything. And yeah, so, yeah, I I've always said that I would love to do more videos. If I just had somebody that can help me with just like some of the fa- filming aspects of it, right. Right. Because then it makes things a little bit easier where you can kind of focus your attention on the subject as opposed to yeah. the technical pieces of it. So exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, when you were talking about the kinds of props that you've made, I did want to bring up one of the more recent ones that you had made that I saw on your social media, and that was the, the spell book from uh Hocus Pocus two. Yeah. And what I love about it is is you showed off um, you know, what it looked like and it looked like, you know, straight from the movie. Yeah. But moving the eye was actually a really genius way of doing that. Can you share what that process was and, and what it is?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, you know, the reason I made it the Hocus Pocus was because, you know, I attended the premiere in New York City. So I wanted to have something mm-hmm. that I could actually, you know, kind of a prop that I can hold in my hands and actually bring to the premiere. And I figured the spell book was the perfect opportunity for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, as far as the process, you know, first thing I thought of was, you know, foam. I'm I'm very <laughs> used to working with foam, so right. I can I can do that. Um, you know, I looked at some reference photos of it and I I kind of sketched out. And anything, anytime I do something mechanical, I sketch it out on a whiteboard just to, you know, just to get some rough ideas. So I sketched out, came up with the idea of having that uh, it was a ping pong ball kind of encased in between pieces of foam that you know you'd be able to actually move it from the back just by moving a stick attached to the ball.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: luckily, you know, honestly whenever I build stuff, I, I always plan, plan it one way. And a lot of times it doesn't work out, but luckily this worked out first try. So, um, yeah, it came out really nice and I'm, I was really proud of it. Uh, my sister got to use it cause it's also, uh, it opens up to be a little carrying purse. So she oh, nice. kept, yeah. she kept her phone in there and all that stuff. So yeah, it was, <laughs> it was definitely a very fun project.
0: Awesome. And I think, uh, one of the actors, uh, signed it as well too. Is that right?
1: Yes, we were, uh, we were able to get Bette Midler, the, the main witch, winning oh, to sign yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I it love was, that. Yeah, it was amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So so I'm assuming you got to speak with her and talk to her a little bit while she signed that, right?
1: Oh, uh, it, was, it was a very quick interaction. Very like, quick, yeah. My sister stuck out the book. She signed it and just, kinda, she <laughs> just kind of moved on. Just kind moving, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: But still, that's really cool, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. So let me ask you this. When you were thinking about that, I would have said... Again, I'm a very very beginning amateur cosplayer. So if I was going to make that, I the first thing I would have thought of is can I get some sort of big book to start off with that. Right. So I'm kind of curious, did you think about getting a book first and, and just decided not to do that or
1: Yeah, I mean, no, it, it honestly probably would have been easier by getting a bigger book just cuz <laughs> you already have half of it built already. Right. Um and I did think about it, but I think I was in such a time crunch, I I didn't have time to order it online or go to a store, I was like, you know what? I think I can do it out of foam and, you know, half a day. And so I, I just knocked it out. Gotcha. Okay. No,
0: I was, yeah. I was just kind of curious about that. Cause yeah. my first, because when you said you made out of the foam, I, I was kind of surprised. Cause my first thought would have been like, you know, try to find a book to begin with. So that, that's honestly
1: <laughs> the smarter way to do it. I guess I like to take the hard way.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's fine. No, that's yeah. I, but honestly, again, it looks so realistic. It looks Thanks. so much like the, uh, a uh, book in the movie that I mean, yeah. you know, you could, you could have told me that it was the real thing. And I would have yeah. believe you because it <laughs> looked so much like it, it was really impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. So, um, looking back at all the props that you've made for cosplay, what's been your favorite one that you've created and why? Oh, and this is,
1: I-, I love this question. Cause it is. Uh, whenever someone asks me it, it's, a, I feel like it's a different answer every time. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Iron Man and Batman fan, so I'm going to automatically lean towards... You can kind of see the Iron Man suit that I built right behind yeah. me. So that's one of my favorites. Um, and that's honestly one of the more challenging ones. And then I also built a cowl, the Batman cowl from Batman Forever, which is my... Mm-hmm. Like I said, one of the, the movies that got me started into you know costumes and prop making. So I'd say those two are probably my favorite props that I've made.
0: That's awesome, yeah and, yeah. and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the Iron Man suit that you created has some mechanical parts in it as well, too. Like the faceplate moves down.
1: So no, I, well, this one is actually completely made out of foam. The only, I guess, you know, extra stuff is just the LED light in the heart, in the arc reactor, and the eyes. Mm-hmm. I actually have not made an Iron Man helmet with a moving faceplate. Surprisingly, but
0: oh, no kidding. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought maybe you had, but maybe um, I'm, I was thinking of a different because i know you did that for the black panther mask and yes correct was there another mask that you made one maybe maybe that was just the one i was thinking of
1: i think that black panther was only one i did a spider-man one with kind of moving eyes that might be the one
0: yeah that's what i'm thinking because i remember there was there was another one that i i saw you made it i was like oh that's really cool so maybe that's what i was thinking of so yeah yeah um what was the most difficult
1: prop that you've ever made Difficult. I, I mean, the Iron Man suit is, is difficult just because there's so many parts to it. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because, you know, any single thing is difficult, but just because, you know, you're spending months building pieces to an entire suit. I would say, uh, what other projects were tough? And again, anything that has moving pieces to it. Um, mm-hmm. I did build a you may have seen it—the Batman grapple gun from the new Batman movie.
2: Yeah, it's, it's the
1: one that shoots out from his arm, and you kind of catch it. Yeah. That was a tough one. That had a few mechanical components to it, and I did. It was hard because all the mechanical components I did were like made out of cardboard and you know rubber bands. It wasn't really you know three D printed screws or anything. It's it, so it made it a little more difficult because I'm kind of prototyping as I build it. Right. So that was. Now that I think of it, that's probably the hardest one I've done. <laughs> I
0: bet. Well, and it paid off though, because I yeah. remember seeing, like, I saw that video and I yeah. remember thinking how cool it was because it was very similar to how you yeah. saw in the movie as well. So mm-hmm. the way it propels and now you can grab the gun with your hand and everything like that was really oh, yeah. cool. So, yeah. Was, was that also, you said that was a prototype. Um, in terms of thinking about the most difficult, was that the one that you've had to, Kind of work on like different versions of because when you thought about doing it, you realized that as you're working on it, it wasn't going to work that way. So you had to start over or anything. Yeah,
1: I, I built one out of cardboard. Well, the, the final one was made out of cardboard, but the first one I built was made out of cardboard. And I probably got 80% of the way through the build and nothing was working.
0: Oh, <laughs> so man. I'm like,
1: and I, you know, I had to troubleshoot and figure out what parts were not working or what part wasn't fitting. And I was like, I gotta, gotta start over now. So I literally scrapped that entire thing and started fresh. And
0: so that was, that was a tough one. So how long does it take you normally to, um, work on a prop like that? Like when we're watching your social media videos and YouTube and all that, how long does it usually take for you to work on a prop from
1: start to end, uh, typically an average. On average, I would say probably, you know, if when you're, whenever you see the one video, that probably spans a time of about two weeks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's kind of a little easier now, especially, or some, some props are a little easier, like the Daredevil helmet I knocked out in three days, just because mm-hmm. it's, it's a small helmet, it's all foam. So, you know, nothing complicated to it, but with something like the, the grapple gun or, you know, the Black Panther helmet that probably spanned two, maybe even three weeks. Wow, and deep. it's hard—it's hard to condense it down to ten minutes, and that, yeah. you know, that's, that's <laughs> always the hardest part about editing.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. But and, and um, when we we're talking about, you know, this prop took, you know, only a couple of days. This one took two weeks, and all that. Um, I guess daily, because I—I I would assume that you probably might have a full-time job outside of this, or 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 full-time. I, I don't know what yeah. you're doing in your personal mm-hmm. life, but my guess is you're probably not spending like all day doing this because you have, you know, something else going on outside of this. Right. Right.
1: So actually, so I actually am now currently doing this YouTube and social media stuff full time. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. But all right. <laughs> this is only as, this is only as of about maybe a month ago. Before that I was working okay. a full-time engineering job and yeah, struggling to, squeezing a couple hours at the end of the day to dedicate to the props is always challenging but it's gotten a little easier now
0: oh okay well that just changes the whole game for you now yeah. right
1: <laughs> After, yeah but, no like like you said now that I have you know I, I literally my job is to work on these props all day so now living the dream right yeah okay yeah. well that and, well, and, and
0: that's the thing with social media and everything that's out there it makes those things more possible than you know yeah, when absolutely. I was growing up and everything so mm-hmm. it's And I know, you know, when you're working a full-time job and you're doing all this stuff, you only have so many hours in a day to be able to accomplish all this stuff. So now, you know, doing this as your full-time job has got to, you know, be a relief for you for a number of reasons. But, Mm -hmm. you know, congratulations on that. That's really great that you're in this full-time. That's great. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, um, my next question I want to ask you is, is there something about creating cosplay props that would surprise most people, you know, even people who are generally aware about cosplay or maybe people who have been doing cosplay for a while. Is there something that would surprise somebody if you told them this little tidbit about cosplay? Uh,
1: it's, I, I would honestly, I think what people, like, I, I, I kind of hinted at it earlier, but, I think people don't realize that it's not very difficult to at least get started in cosplay. I know, you know, when you think cosplay, you think these co- fully beautiful, complete suits that, you know, look mm-hmm. like the real thing and people, you know, are a little intimidated by it, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: you don't have to start doing it. You can start, you know, with one helmet, you can start with one shield, one sword. And that's kind of, I think what I'm trying to get at with my YouTube channel where, you know, I just build one prop at a time, one, one, shield one helmet and kind of show people that it's really not that difficult if you know i use the simple materials it's fairly simple processes with you know gluing and cutting
2: mm-hmm. and i think
1: that that would probably surprise people the most is that you can get started with the most basic materials and come out with a really nice final product
0: yeah definitely yeah well yeah I, I'll, I'll share this um when i first cosplayed I did something really simple and I did Bane because he was one of my favorite characters, but it was really easy to do because you just got a couple of pieces of clothing and bought the Bane mask and I was ready to cosplay. Right. Um, The second one I did, we went to um, a convention um, as a group, and we wanted to do a, a Thor themed uh, group cosplay. Yeah. So I went as Odin, and it was nice. actually surprisingly easy. Yeah. Um, for a number of reasons, I, I say surprisingly easy, but um, that's because there's a couple of things in play that uh made it easy for me. That might not be easy for everybody, but um, for Odin, you know how they have those really elaborate like shoulder pieces and chest pieces and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I have, again, I am not somebody that is at the level of cosplay where I can create that sort of thing strictly from foam. Yeah. Um, but I did have a hockey chest pad that I was like, let me just go ahead and use that, see if I can do that. And I painted the solder parts uh, gold, the rest of the yeah. parts were black, and other pieces I kind of you know made gold as well, too, and just wore a black shirt underneath. It. And it actually looked pretty well. And then I put like velcro pieces to get a cape on as yeah. well. But then I made a spear. And the spear was actually surprisingly really easy because I only needed to get a, about a seven-foot PVC pipe yep. and then get mm-hmm. two pieces of foam and just cut the same pattern out and then glue it and spray paint it together. And I was really amazed by how easy that actually was. Yeah. And um, – what was what was the other thing, and I like how good it ended up looking as well too. Yeah. Like it was a very surprising how you know that was something that seemed like it was going to be really complicated, but end up being just you know really simple and it looked really good at the end of it like we got a lot of compliments from a lot of people for that prop and and all of our cosplays and stuff like that but i remember that was something i was really proud of because i did that on my own that was my first prop and it wasn't you know spectacular by any means but it didn't look you know bad either so yeah well it's funny when
1: you said spear that that process you described is exactly what i imagined in my head a pvc pipe (laughs) two pieces of foam, I don't know, probably a triangle shape. Yes, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> glue it together. Yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's, it's really, you can make really cool things with very simple materials and, you know, not everyone needs it to look a hundred percent screen accurate. As long as you're happy with it, then that's, that's what it's all about. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and, and it's a lot of fun to get
0: creative with it as well, too. Yeah. So, um, My son wanted to dress up as Shang-Chi this year when we went to another convention, and we thought it would be really cool to get him the uh, Dragon bow staff that they use in the movie. Yeah. Um, The problem was we were flying to the convention, and we couldn't take that with us. Yeah. But what we did was... Uh, we decided to say like, you know, instead of the bow staff, we're just going to tell people like these are the Cali sticks that, you know, some martial artists have. Yeah. Um, but to make that, I mean, it was just a dowel rod. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to Joanne Fabrics and they had some material that looked like dragon scale. Awesome. And I just grabbed that, glued it on the staff and spray paint that part red. And it looked really close to that. I bet. Now, does not look as good as yours? Because I know <laughs> you made one. I did. Yeah. And I was like, at some point, I'm going to watch that video and try to make it light up like what you did, because yeah. what you, that was genius. I, I love mm-hmm. how you did that, because that that's the other thing I love about your channel is that a lot of this stuff is actually very practical as well, too. That right. Some people might think is a really complicated to do like the Shang-Chi uh, rings that you created. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to hand it over to you and kind of have you talk about that a little bit. But it was sure. just ingenious how you came up with that. And I thought, yeah, wow, this is like actually not a uh, bad way to make this at all. We're mm-hmm. not complicated to make this, but it's very, uh, but it looked really good at the end and didn't really take like all these, um, you know, expensive materials to do that either. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, so after watching some of the trailers, I was like, okay, I, I have to make the rings. And the, the coolest part about the ring in my opinion was that it lights up. Yeah. Um. And so I tried, you know, there, now there have been some people who have come up with some really awesome ways to stick LEDs. But when I was doing it, I, I guess I'm not, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't figure out how to get an led strip with a small enough battery in each ring. Right. So I was thinking of the best way to do it. And I, I thought of a glow stick. Um, and it, it turned out, it worked really well. So basically, you know, you have the two foam pieces and the plastic strip in the middle, and then you just stick a glow stick in there and it, you know, it it glows and it, i think it looked really cool. Oh yeah. It, it
0: looked fantastic. I remember just yeah. thinking like that was again something that was really simple to do and it looks great when you're yeah. you know somewhere in in like a more of a dark area where it really shines <laughs> yeah. through and everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just genius. So I love that yeah. part. When i saw you make that video and, and showing that off i was like, "Oh my gosh, like this is so great that <laughs> like it literally it does not take very complicated ways to make something as cool as that to be able to replicate that sort of thing. So I I, I love that about that video that you made because it was just made it a lot more accessible and attainable for people.
1: Right. I mean, like you said, it's the fun part about it is getting creative and there's always a million ways to do one thing. So you can Mm -hmm. get as complicated as you want. You can be as simple as you want. And it's, it's really just like, you you just gotta be creative.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what is a, um, cosplay, idea that you have, that's, that's, um, something that you really are striving for that you think is going to be, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like something that's, um, going to be like a pinnacle, like if I can make this, like, this will be like the greatest thing ever, basically.
1: Yeah. So I do have a, a project that I, I plan to start hopefully, you know, in the next few weeks or so that, Mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil too much because I want to kind of surprise people with it. Yeah, that's really fine. I get that. Yeah. I'll give a hint that it is Batman related. Oh, Um, okay. So it's a, it's a bigger Batman project and I'm, I'm super excited to get started with it. And I think if I can, it's, it's like one of my grails of of prop making where if I can have this and just display it in my house, then I'd, I'd be set.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll make sure to be looking out for that. Yeah. Is Is there a cosplay or character suit that you're, you're like, whenever you see it, I'm never going to touch that because that's something that is just going to be way too complicated or difficult that I, I don't even want to try that at all.
1: You know, after building, I'm actually working on my second Iron Man suit now, but after building two foam Iron Man suits, I, I mean, I don't know if I can, <laughs> I don't know if I can do a third one. Uh, I know a lot of people, 3d print. And so that might be something I can look, look into is 3d printing a suit, but yeah, mm-hmm. just sitting down and freehanding any, any full kind of robotic looking suit is always tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, like, like I said, if I, whenever I see Iron Man, I'm like, I want to build it, but I just don't know if I have the patience to spend months doing it.
0: Right. Yeah. So mark two, and then you're done after that.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, um, so going back to what you were saying about Batman Forever being, you know, your inspiration for all this, mm-hmm. um, is at some point do you think that you might do more suits or anything from that movie as a homage or anything like that, like the villain suits or Robin or um, any right. of the? I mean, Batman's known for all the multiple suits that he has mm-hmm. and everything, so yeah. like something along those lines.
1: You know what? No, I, I really haven't had any plans to build anything in addition to that first cowl I made, what I do mm-hmm. plan to make the cowl that I do have, I, it was before I made the YouTube channel. So right. I've gotten a, a lot of requests for people asking me to do a tutorial on it because they've seen it in the backgrounds of my videos. Mm-hmm. So that I do plan to do a full tutorial on how to make that cowl. So I'm going to do a repeat of that. But as far as any additional props in there, um, no, I really didn't have any plans to do anything. I mean, there are some really cool stuff, like all of his gadgets that I would love to have.
2: Mm-hmm. And honestly,
1: now that you mention it, I can think of a couple that I want to build right now. So so I'm I'm honestly, after this call, I'm probably going to watch some YouTube videos in the movie and see what I can do.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's great. Well, um, last question I want to ask you, and this is not necessarily cosplay related, Mm -hmm. but earlier this year, you and your family were on family feud and there was a clip from that (laughs) That went viral. Now I, I know the clip, but I don't know if, if people listening in knows what I'm talking about. So I'm just going to hand it over to you and just ask you, what was that clip about?
1: So the, so the question on family food was, uh, name something you'd like your girlfriend to do to your face. And there's, you know, I was the last one in line in my family to answer it. So there was, they had a few answers, like I think kiss it or, you know, blow on it or some other answers. And when it got to me, um, honestly, the first thing I thought of when Steve asked that question was sit on it. So I said, so I said that, said it on national TV and it it just blew up on everywhere. TikTok, Instagram. And yeah. right.
0: Well, and and I think it makes sense when you say that you're the last person in your family to answer that because all the obvious answers get taken.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. All of that, you know, that, G-rated answers were taken, so <laughs> you kind, of, kind of left with the one answer.
0: You got to think the producers probably asked that question on purpose because they knew that's what was going to happen, right? Because like, there's not a whole lot of answers you could come up with that makes sense. <laughs> there, there, are definitely,
1: yeah, there are definitely questions there where you know they're they're fishing for some answers. And that was one of
0: them. <laughs> so, so was it? Besides that, I mean, I'm sure you know that was kind of a silly but embarrassing moment. But besides yeah. that, was Family Feud a lot of fun for you guys?
1: Oh yeah. It was, it was a blast. I mean, my family were a huge family feud fans. So being on the set was just a surreal moment for us meeting Steve and he's the greatest guy. He's so funny. So super down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, an awesome experience and we were on a total of three episodes and we actually won, uh, a decent amount of money. So it was nice. a great experience. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Well, great. Thank you very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time to come talk to us about cosplay. Before I let you go, can you let people know where they can find you and your work online?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have the YouTube channel. If you just search Propway, you'll find me there. Instagram, I'm very active on. And TikTok. So those are the three main ones. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I do have a Facebook page, um, but that's kind of just, you know, more of a side side profile. So those three main ones are where you guys can find me at,
0: and the username is the same for all of them. Propway, right? Yes, correct. Awesome, and I'll make sure I'll put the links in the show notes as well, too. So
1: yeah, all
0: right. Well, Greg, thank you very much. I really appreciate it.
1: No, thank you. I appreciate the time. It was. I had a blast.
0: Definitely. And that wraps up another episode of The Caps in Life. I hope you enjoyed listening and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. You can follow us on social media at Caps in Life. And if you like what we're doing, give us a shout out by tagging us in your post or send us a message. For more information about us and all of our previous episodes, visit thecapsinlife.com.